Welcome to episode 171 of the Morning Skate. You got your host, Ked. We did this like three times. This is number four. How's everybody doing today? Uh, I got BizDev. I got Hal here. We're going to kind of throwing it back to the roots. We've been doing a lot of interviews, a lot of trivia, but this is going to be your old classic NHL news uh, podcast. Bo. How's it going? How's it going, fellas? BizDev, how are you? I'm good, bro. Nice little Sunday afternoon matinee podcast. Drinking some eggnog. Got the tree in the background here. So life's good. Can't complain. You Thank you for saying that, dude, because I'm going to turn on my Christmas lights. Yeah, and then, and then you and I have back-to-back hockey tonight, so I'm, we'll get more into that later, but that's that's the highlight of my day. Yeah, man, I've, eat, I've eaten clean, so I, I started doing, like, goals last week. So on Tuesday, I started doing this thing where I eat clean and I don't eat past 8 o'clock. I've only fucked it up twice since last Tuesday, so that's not too bad. Um, so feeling feeling pretty leaner, I guess, in a back-to-back skate. Might pass, might fin a pass. Figure it out. Hal, how's it going, buddy? Hal ventured to the grocery store today, and uh, a bananas move for me. But he's back, and he looks healthy. Yeah, I, we don't have to address this too much, but we were talking before the podcast. Uh, I just don't believe. I just I live in a household that doesn't believe in to go groceries. I think, and it comes down to product, produce, fresh, and the freshness of the produce. Your counterpoint is that we're trying to save lives over here, which kind of makes sense. Like, is the cucumber really worth it? I don't know. I don't know where I stand on it. I mean, if you want your last meal to have a cucumber in it, then I guess it is worth it. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, Hal, it's nice to see that you, that you made it back and you're fully healthy and everything's going on. So we do have some stories that we have to cover. We'll get into. We have some cool interviews lined up. Um, so, yeah, let's just uh, let's do NHL news. Music. Bum, 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 bum. All right, NHL in the news time. There are a few stories that we definitely want to go over this week. That's why we're doing this podcast. First story, here we go. The new divisions. Well, there's a, there's a whole lot to go over this. Training camp date. This is uh, Greg Wisniewski or whatever his name is from ESPN. Uh, he talked to an NHL exec that said the training camp date is January 3rd and the NHL season start date is January 13th. So if you're looking at your calendars, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably listening to it on Monday, which is the 14th. But we're recording this on December 13th. That means we're one month away from hockey. It kind of blows my mind because normally when we're one month away from hockey, like we have already seen hockey games. We, we have already done like the free agent frenzy type shit. Like Mike Hoffman's still free agent. So there's a ton of stuff to go into stuff like that uh yeah. there's six game seasons and then we'll, we'll get into the uh the division alignments we went over the rangers and the bruins last week but i kind of want to dive into the other ones but what, what do you have on this we're one one month apparently away from hockey i don't know if i believe it that's kind of what i was thinking too is like nothing's been happening but at the same time like there are certain teams that it looks like they're practicing like are there practices like there's guys that are like on planes like going over, but there's no coverage of what's happening. So like, are they just playing hockey? And like, I don't know it. 
that that's kind of where, where I'm at. I know Panarin's uh, Panarin's still working out. He took a picture of his fucking six pack the other day. That's sick. I mean, so if they say it's going to happen in a month, I, that's a good thing. I I need hockey. If they, I think, what do they say? Like official reportings, like the first. Do you have that at the beginning of January? Uh, camp starts the third, so they're gonna have a ten day training camp. And I love that too. So ten day. Uh, this season's basically just a wild card season, and that's why I can get behind it. Kind of sucks that it's not like traditional, but COVID, everything going on, like get what you can take and like it. Just kind of embrace it. So. I, I really, I really like, it's a short season. So every game matters. Like game one of the season's important. Like you can't go on a losing streak or else you're going to like probably miss the fucking playoffs. Like you, it's a sprint. And then on top of that, you only have a 10 day training camp. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of, kind of be weird. I feel like teams like the Rangers who are kind of young, they have like upside. Maybe it's a year where they can kind of sneak up a little bit. You know what I mean? I just feel like, uh, I feel like the possibilities are endless. I uh so I think the thing that needs to be stressed is the teams that come into camp in shape. I feel like are gonna kind of get off on like a good foot. But the thing is, is like I'm saying that because I'm just like a fucking pathetic loser and just like I wouldn't train until last second. That's kind of like what I always do. I'm like pretending that these NHL players aren't like all ripped and shit and like working out every day. I'm sure that they all are. But I mean, that's huge. Like, what happens if a team comes into camp and like they're not prepared? You only have 10 days. It's not like you have a, a long-ass time. Yeah, I mean, if you remember the first round of the playoffs when the Rangers played the Hurricanes, like, in the bubble last year, it was kind of a similar situation. Like, quick, there was a pause, quick comeback, and then there's a lot of weird hockey. So, I don't know. It seems like your dog, Stevie, is kind of so, getting pumped up. Yeah, she, she was getting pumped up about all the hockey talk. It's just – it's kind of a weird fuck thing. And then we, we have our new divisions to go over as well. But, I mean, one month from hockey. I feel like we're all collectively about to be in some shit in terms of like COVID and like shutdowns. Like we experience everything in March. Like I have a feeling it's probably going to happen again, but if you're telling me that there's a bubble that these hockey players can play in and it gives me a little bit of a release throughout the course of the day, I'm good with it. Agree. Wait, there's not a bubble though. Is there? So that's, that's a part of the alignment. Like I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it's a bubble exactly, but I think that they're only playing at certain rinks with these teams. That's why these teams are together. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I, th- I think you're right in that. And that's why they're like only playing each other. So it's like more of a hypothetical bubble situation. I believe like, I think they're still traveling and living at home. Cause I, I don't believe that the players would like not be with their families and shit. Like there's no way they would agree to that. Like, I feel like that would be a number one thing on the table uh, right. that would break this up. So I don't know, whatever they're doing, it's definitely safer. I mean, if that's what I was thinking too, like I like that it's like the ECHL where you're playing the same team 10 times a year uh, wow. and every game matters. Like it's just going to be like good hockey. You're going to get sick of other teams. Like I'm going to hate you so much. Like I, I, I'm so excited the Bruins and the Rangers are in the same division. Just you're bitching and you're complaining and like you're so nervous about this division, but I don't even think this division's that good. Like, I, I'm not saying I think the Bruins are going to win the division because I think the Washington Capitals, uh, New York Rangers. I I don't think the New York Rangers are going to finish above the Bruins in the in the division. I can't wait. We're gonna have to make a wager on their season matchups too once we get the calendar out. Um, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, and and we talked about this last week. So within the you Rangers, guys, sorry, I know I'm not um, as read up on this as you guys are, but are you saying that? Like the Rangers won't play out of their division. Like they're only going to play 
the Bruins, Sabres, Devils, Islanders, Flyers, Penguins, and Capitals for the whole. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Games. Like can like the Canadian teams aren't allowed to leave Canada. Okay, that makes sense. I just I I don't know for some reason I thought like it makes sense that they're doing these divisions, but I thought that there's still going to be like some cross play, but uh, maybe playoffs with the bubble and all that. But and and we went over the first. I mean, we can kind of go over them again. Boston, Buffalo, Jersey Islanders, Rangers, Philly, Pittsburgh, Washington. Uh, obviously, the Bruins, the Capitals, any team that Sidney Crosby's on is pretty good. The Flyers are kind of pretty decent, and then the Islanders are just a pain in the ass to play against. What do you, I have a question. I have a question. What do you think about having to play Jack Eichel and Taylor Hall like 10 times this year? Like, does I that think, scare you at all? No, I think if anything, it kind of just – I mean, Jack Eichel's bound to be a New York Ranger at one point in his career, so I think it's going to be more or less uh, him getting accustomed to the boys, and so that way when he jumps ship, like, he, it's like he fits in. I also – I just want to throw this one out there, and I know we got other divisions to go to, but the Penguins, I feel like people are going to shit on this take, but, like, is, are they going to kind of fall apart even more? It just seems like they're not the Penguins of the past. Like, they're older. Crosby and Malkin are both healthy, then they definitely can go on a run. But their supporting cast is not the same. Do you agree with that? Like, it's not – like, I just don't think the, like, Brian Rust equals, like, Dupuy. Do you know? Like, it's not apples. It's apples to oranges. No, yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm sorry I'm laughing right now because it just turned 2 o'clock and I have, like, this Christmas clock. <laughs> it was Christmas carols as uh, on the on the new hour. Uh, Gensel, Crosby, Kasperi, Captain, Zucker, Malkin, Rust, McCann, Jankowski, Tanev, uh, Rodriguez, Bluger, Bluger, and CBR. Yeah, like, I feel like their third and fourth line depth-wise isn't what it used to be at all. Um, I, I would agree with that. And then, I mean, on defense, who do you got? Dumoulin, Latang, uh, Peterson, Pedersen, Marino, and then Mike Matheson and Cody Ceci. So they basically traded, they basically got rid of Jack Johnson and then added Cody Cece. That's kind of like a sticking to your guns move. Yeah. Ain't, yeah. I mean, it's one of those, if it's not broken, don't fix it, but it is broken. So you tried to fix it with the same thing. And super interesting too, to see how Jari does this year. Right. So Murray's a Senator now, like that'll be interesting to see. Like I know Tristan Jari, I think he's put up numbers, AHL, NHL. Like he's been a really good goalie, but now he's finally the number one guy. Right. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I was never like that convinced on Matt Murray. I, I understood why they picked Murray over Flurry because Flurry was a little bit older, but like, there's just something about that guy. He's just, I've never been like, like if Matt Murray was my goalie, I'd be like, fuck, Matt Murray is my goalie. You know what I mean? And he's won, how many cups has he won? One or two? One? Two. One or two? Whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I would agree with that. Uh, they're not as scary on paper as they used to be, but any team that has Sidney Crosby's on is always going to be in the game. So, uh, and then, yeah, I mean, Buffalo, Eichel Hall, I, I, this is the one thing I'm kind of pumped about and you probably aren't going to be as pumped about it just because like, you're not playing a lot of the teams that you normally would have played, but like, I fully expect the New York Rangers to have like a legitimate rivalry with the Islanders and the Devils. Yeah. Like I'm pretty excited about that. Or at least I hope it's going to be like that. Um, and then, I mean, you're going to see Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Washington. They're all going to play. I could see a Philly-Boston thing kind of start throwing a little bit of snarl. There was that one time that the Bruins were up 3-0, and then the Flyers came back and tied the series 3-0. And then game seven, the Bruins were up 3-0, and the Flyers came back and won. I don't know if you remember when that happened. But, yeah. Uh, the, but 
I would say the one team I'm as a Bruins fan, I'm kind of interested in how it's going to go with Washington because they basically beat us for like 20 straight years every single game. And then I don't know if you remember the year we lost in the cup to the Blues, the open season opener. It was after the Caps had won the Stanley Cup and we were in Washington. We were up like 7-0 and then Brad Marchand jumped Lars Eller. Oh, yeah. Um, punch him in the mouth. So we were down seven zip. He jumped Lars Eller, and then we went to the Stanley Cup Finals this, that year after that piss-poor performance, and I always thought that was the reason. I don't know. It just seems like Tom Wilson's always fucking someone up. Like, he's always running pasta or something when we play them. No, and I think I, that's probably, like, how every team feels when they play Washington, but, like, there's something about that Tom Wilson effect, and, I, and like, the Bruins are definitely softer, but I hope, I hope they just stick up for themselves against the Capitals. You know, and I feel like if you stick up against you against for yourself against the Capitals, one, you win, and then two, and then two, they like respect you more. So I don't, I don't know. I could be overthinking that one. Philly will be interesting. Um, yeah, I, it'll be cool. I like that all the New York teams are there. I like that the Sabres are kind of in the New York mix too. Yeah, it's like that odd second cousin that got invited to like Thanksgiving dinner late. We're like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, Fred, Fred can come. But it's a hundred percent for the first time you can say like win the state like all four teams. I'll never I'll never get this like all four New York teams being on the same network drove me nuts. Like like the Sabers being on MSG never made sense to me. Like and you never knew which game you were gonna get. Sometimes you just get a Devils game mixed in there. Like and then there's blackout restrictions. It always threw me off. So uh, it's kind of like the Time Warner Cup when the when the Albany River Rats and like the Phantoms used to yeah. be there in Glens Falls, same thing, but for the state. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Dude, I, I if MSU was smart, they'd like make this like, yeah, road to state. Like, so I see you. They should play a game in Utica at the odds. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, it would never happen, but like, I think it happens in like soccer leagues, how they have like different, like weird random games in like the European soccer leagues and shit that don't actually have to do anything with the championship or whatever. But it would be really cool if like, at some point in the year, there was like a mini tournament. It would never happen. But like, you know what would be? Stadium. Yeah, you know what would be sick is if they did like they did like a Can Am tournament, but for the players, and they all put them in like the Econo Lodge and right? like Placid, and that was like the Winter Classic. And then you have them play on that like on like Mirror Lake or some shit for the Winter Classic. Red Roof Inn, dude. <laughs> put them at the Red Roof Inn. Yeah. Um, shout out Lake Placid. What's but, that? What do you know that one bar in Lake Placid? It's like I Red feel Roof? like you always. What is it? Zigzags. Rumors. It's rumors. Zigzags. <laughs> Probably zigzags. Shout out zigzags. Like shout out rumors. Shout out TK who owns rumors and and models for us. I appreciate you. Uh, moving on. Let's let's go to the next division. Carolina, Columbus, Detroit, Chicago, Florida, Minnesota, Nashville, Tampa. Uh, the only team who didn't make the playoffs last year. Remember last year the playoffs were weird because there were extra teams. Was Detroit. Um, I'm looking at this one. I feel like if I was going to be in any sort of division with a team that isn't a perennial playoff team, this would be the division I'd want to be in. Yeah. I mean, obviously the only downside to the division is that they probably have the best team in the league in there in Tampa, but you're right. There's a lot of kind of questionable teams there, Detroit, Chicago, Minnesota, even Nashville's kind of on the downswing. So kind of a lot of questionable teams. I think two takeaways, if you're a Chicago or Nashville fan, Possibly Minnesota. I don't know their time zone, but I'm pretty sure uh, Chicago and Nashville are both central. So they're an hour behind the East Coast. Not having to stay up for Pacific Coast games all the time will probably be huge for them. Because if you think about that, right, wouldn't that be how that would work? Kind of like here. So they're playing East Coast schedule. Chicago's on the East Coast. Like in any other league, like Chicago's usually like an East Coast team, I feel like. 
maybe it's it's technically Midwest, but if you split the country down the middle, Chicago is definitely closer to the East Coast and the West Coast. Damn, Mr. Geography. Like, do you I, think I'm right? Dale, do you think I'm right on that, or am I just stupid right now? I think it's Chicago. Yeah, it's, I think West. It's, it's fairly central, dude, but the weird thing is it's directly above St. Louis, and St. Louis is, you know, the next division, Western. But, yeah, I don't know. A lot of them are pretty much Midwest, Central. Kind of goes back. Glad that up, Dale, because let's get into that. Uh, oh, well, really quick, too, though. If you're if you're from Detroit and you uh, – or, like, Minnesota, and you get to find out that uh, Tampa and, like, Miami are in your – division this year that's a win not a bad place to go a couple times a year if you're in Detroit or Minnesota go down to Florida for a couple quick games on a swing they'll probably hit it for a swing so they'll probably be there for like a week in Florida could be worse for sure but I also think pound for pound this is the most boring (laughs) division yeah Yeah. anybody gonna get jacked up to see Minnesota play Florida no, but you know what? If you're a Columbus Blue Jackets fan, I think this is a good division for you, oh, right? Like, Torts yeah, is going to be able to eat this up. Yeah. Torts 100% will be able to do it. I agree, though. Kind of a meh. A meh division, but maybe this is how Florida break. Like, if I'm a Panthers fan, I'm thinking, like, okay, I'm not in the the Bruins, uh, Leafs, like, doghouse anymore. Like, this could be my chance. And Florida has Coach Q. Year two under Coach Q, they had some interesting pieces. I don't know. Florida, Chicago. Yeah. Florida, I don't know, man. What do you got? Anything else next division? No, uh, I just think it's really fucking boring, honestly. And, 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 Dale, and Dale, just, Dale just mentioned St. Louis. Uh, so St. Louis was put into the division with Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Dallas, Los Angeles, San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas. Um some people are saying that, oh, well, St. Louis gets to play Vegas. Petroangelo is now on the Knights. That could be something that's going on. But, I mean, is that is that just dog shit travel for St. – no, because St. Louis is kind of accustomed to this by now, right? Sorry. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, I think really what the, the brunt of this is is St. Louis is probably pissed because Colorado and Vegas are both very good, like pretty good – and Dallas made it to the cup final last year. There's a couple good teams in this division that yeah. are still like young and in their prime. And St. Louis probably thought that they were going to be in that other division with Detroit and the boys, like <laughs> mixing it up and have like an easy ride. And now it's not so easy. So I think well, that's where that kind of comes from. The dog shit teams in this division, like the Kings and the Sharks might not be uh, like on paper a playoff team, but they're annoying as shit to play against. If you, if you, choose to live in st louis missouri like you got to understand you live in missouri like stuff like this is going to happen and on a and on another bar if you family from missouri what is that supposed to mean go mizzou dude if you so if you're living in missouri it's not the worst thing they're going to be in california all the time a like, lot of people uh in from missouri say that they live in missouri that's i'm from missouri like right but wouldn't you agree like if I could pick a division to travel to during the winter months on a corporate retreat, Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Dallas, Los Angeles, San Jose, St. Louis, yeah. <laughs> all those spots are destinations. Like swing the whole year. It sucks though. If you're on the ducks and you're like, Oh man, let's go to St. Louis for a weekend. <laughs> yeah, like everybody in this division's like, fuck, this is. The yeah. Right. So St. Louis doesn't want to be there and no one wants St. Louis to be there. I don't know this to me. Other than maybe the Ranger, I mean, there's actually – there's three divisions that are very good. This is one of the divisions that I think is kind of tough to get out of. Like, no, if you're like the Coyotes, you're looking up you're looking up pretty steep. Like, Anaheim's going to struggle. Kings are probably still going to struggle. Basically, all of California, but the other teams are solid. I just read a report that the Kings say that the rebuild is over. 
Interesting. I mean, who did the Kings – the Kings had the second overall pick this year, right? Yeah, Quentin Byfield. I don't know if he's going to be ready to play in the NHL this year, though. That's okay. I mean, at least they have a six foot five like center that's like supposed to be unbelievable. So that's good for them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else on this division, Ked? Uh, I, I think if I was an NHL hockey player, this would be the division I want to be in. Same. Like, yeah, but you're also. I guess dude, the only thing I was just thinking about from my perspective is like the mile high thing. I don't know if I would do well in high altitude like athletically yeah and you want to know what i know that we were just really just ripping apart the previous division but like chicago florida tampa minnesota and nashville are probably all pretty cool places to like yeah you know what that's true like like sometimes you got to mix it up with the chicago you can't just go strict strictly like scottsdale scottsdale like miami you know what i mean like you need a chicago in there deep dish pizza dude i'm from chicago (laughs) Yeah, so I don't, I don't hate that either. You're right. We could need to kind of go back to our roots. Like, who the fuck are we kidding? Like, yeah, dude. Like, we're these like California boys. Right, like, dude. Who are we to like, pretend like we're fucking beach boys when really all we'd want is deep, deep, deep dish pizza in Chicago and like to hang out with <laughs> Minnesota? Yeah. Dogs. Fuck. Uh, um, and then the last division is all Canada division: Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, Winnipeg. Um. Somebody tweeted out, was like, yeah, like whoever wins this division can get their own cup kind of thing. Shout out because like Canadian team hasn't won a Stanley Cup in a long time. But I mean, this this is going to be some pretty good hockey. Like we're going to be able to see the Chuck brothers going at it. The Battle of Alberta will be live. Like, I don't know. What do you have on this one? Yeah, 100 percent. I um I think I've already said this before, but I just hope they show the games. Like just make sure that they show them in the U.S. because it's going to be awesome matchups. Battle of Alberta. I think Edmonton playing Toronto like a ton. I mean, that's going to be awesome. That's a matchup you don't see uh, other than like twice a year. So I, I just think it's great matchups. I agree. It's going to be awesome. I hope Hockey Canada does like unbelievable promo and shit with it and they make it really into like a cool thing. But it's, but it's also probably going to be like, I feel like the Canadian hockey fans on Twitter are going to be a little bit annoying about it. Oh, yeah, they always are. It's like, who cares? We won the Canadian Cup. It's like, well, I... I mean, we – Yeah, well, how many gold medals does Canada have? We founded the game. All right, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, right? It's like you – yeah, that's because you're not sending Bobby Sanguinetti to World Juniors every year. Like, give me a break. Right, it's because our best athletes fucking go play basketball and football. And I don't see any Canadians in those leagues. So, it's like – This is a pro-Canada podcast. I want you guys to remember that. Like, uh, No, I respect – I respect yeah. Canada. I – I was without Canada, there would be, there would be no hockey. Yeah. No, I know. I just don't want you to like shit on the Canadian audience, dude. I think we we're kind of allowed to, right? Because we got World Junior coming up in a little bit, and they know it's all in fun, dude. We and they to- also know that we're saying this because it is cooler. It's gonna be cooler. Like it's not like I'm sitting here being like, no, fuck you. Like Detroit Columbus is like a cooler series. Like no one cares about the Canada Cup. Like I'll care. It's just like get stop rubbing my face in it. No, man, I'm proud as fuck to bleed red, white, and blue. But let me tell you what, man. Like I wish I I had a Canadian childhood because it would have been so sick to to fucking turn on the TV and see like a hockey highlight every single day. I saw I saw a rink, uh, ODR rink from uh, I think Barber posted or some someone. It's like out in like deep deep maritimes, and it just looked beautiful, like surrounded by mountains. It's it can't have awesome. Like, it, got it going on. we have the back-to-back world wars, but they have hockey, and hockey's my favorite thing, so that's where we're at. Um, so that is kind of the – do you have anything else for the division thing? 
I guess if we're talking geography, the one thing that really stood out to me was Montreal is a hell of a long way from Vancouver. That's the furthest. Oh yeah. Out of all of these travel, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I maybe I'm just weird like this, but I when I picture Vancouver, I just think of like cool drone shots. Yeah. Um, I would love to travel to Vancouver. Like how, like we're complaining about it. these dudes are on private jets, right? Like I know it definitely is like kind of hard. And for some reason we're really sticking on this travel theme for this podcast, which I enjoy. But like, dude, they're up there playing like PS five and shit, like cards, like they have great meals. Yeah, it's true. What's an extra two hours? <laughs> what am I talking about? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it definitely, I guess, plays a factor over a season. It's really just a cost thing, I think, for like a team standpoint. Like, if you're like, uh, if you're an owner of Montreal, you're kind of like, fuck, like that's a ton of money. But, I guess, but the time zone thing is real. True. That, that's the and way. as a fan, that's going to be really hard. Like, as a fan, like, what time are those games going to be played? Like, can you like somehow make those games strictly weekend games, maybe? Like, so I don't know. It would just suck if like half the games, if you miss like five games against Vancouver because they started at ten o'clock. Yeah. So, uh, oh my god, <laughs> dog is bugging out. Um, I have this one report. I think it's kind of funny. So on December fourth, Ko Sports Inc. tweeted out this the tweet this morning from Frank Saravalli Saravelli regarding David Ludwig accepting a position with Arizona Coyotes is false. David remains a valued member of the Ko Sports team and is fully committed to the group and its clients. That was on December fourth. On December eleventh, uh. Frank quote tweeted that said, hi, Kurt, just passing this along from the Coyotes. Take care. And it's a news release saying that uh, David Ludwig accepted a position with the Coyotes. I thought that was kind of a funny body bag, media to media, media to agency. What, what do you think of Frank, dude? Are you a Frank guy? Did you see that he just called out Greg Wisniewski on Twitter oh. like yesterday or today? I don't know. Something about sources, I think. I um, I think Greg Wisniewski like kind of tweeted like his opinion on like a rumor that Frank Saravelli tweeted out, and then Frank Saravelli just kind of like shitted on him. So yeah, I don't, I don't really understand it. I don't know. I was actually going to ask you about this. I took a screenshot of this because I didn't understand. Um, I don't, re- I don't really understand who Saravelli is. Like you can't really see his face in his Twitter uh, profile picture, and I've never clicked on it to zoom in, so I don't even know what he looks like. Look but he's up. all over Twitter. Look him up, Frank, Sarah, American sports writer. Where's he from? Oh yeah, that's Frankie. He's thirty-two, but wait, he's thirty-two. That can't be right. That's what it's. I'm not thirty-two years old. (laughs) If he's if this dude was born in nineteen eighty-eight, like that would be. I mean, I hope, unless this is like a Benjamin Button situation, and I don't know if we should say There's no way this guy's 32 years old. I think there's two different Frank Valleys. There has to be, Uh, because I'm with you. This guy is not 32 years old. I don't know if we have good information. I feel like he might be Canadian, dude. He might have gotten that wrong. Dale, can you check this out for us, man? No. I think this is him, dude. I think he's 32 years old. He's just rocking the – what's it called when you got, like, the, the gray hair? The salt and pepper. (laughs) <laughs> wow. that's terrible i don't well i the only reason here's the thing about saravelli i'm assuming that if this really is him and this is probably all completely incorrect uh the salt and pepper is just so he can gain respect right because like if i knew this guy was 32 years old i would not back him at all like you need to have like two decades worth of sources for me to trust you 
Do you think this is also maybe just hangs out with Bob McKenzie a lot and he just he just gets Bob McKenzie's like vibes? I don't know. I never really got those vibes because I don't think Bob McKenzie would go after Greg Wisniewski in the Twitter replies. No, I'm talking about like the way – oh, wow, we were way off. I'm talking about the way Frank looks. Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess. But, again, we don't know how old he is. I don't think he's 32 years old. So I think we should just cut ties with this and just move on. All right, well, if he is 32 years old, I apologize. If he's not, for whoever changed his Wikipedia to say that he was 32 years old, that's some funny shit. So shout out to that person. It looks like Dale's still investigating. So just yeah, let us know. I didn't have much on this. I think this is more of a Dale thing, maybe maybe a how thing. The Gretzky rookie card sells for one point two nine million dollars. Can you could you imagine being at a place in your life where you have one point two nine million dollars lying around? And you're like, yeah, I can spend that on a fucking card. Yeah. So Dale's Dale said that someone in like the hockey community was calling this guy a scumbag that bought the card. Is that correct, Dale? No, I think you misunderstood what I was saying. I someone. From a page, a fellow uh, beer league page called Gretzky a scumbag. He was oh, trying to call the great one a scumbag. Why? Because his cards valued for one point two nine million dollars. Okay. Uh, yeah. job. Yeah, I didn't understand that at all because that guy's an asshole, dude. What what kind of stance is that to make? That's what I, that was my point earlier. Sorry, uh, I didn't understand. No, it's all good. This is the first. Uh, this is the first card from the NHL, any hockey card to break the $1 million mark. And Ked, I think, I think what you meant to say on your approach is like, I hear what you're saying with 1.29 million, like to spend that on a card, but it's more than a card. Like these things are investments now. It's like fine art. I'm, I'm, I follow yeah, it. It's a it's fucking like a, trading card that somebody opened up in one of those investment. stupid fucking packages back yeah. in whatever year it was. And you have 1.9 sheets lying around in the bank you don't need another house you don't need a car you don't need fucking it's an investment just like people people put that kind of money into picasso or the card market's gonna tank bro it always does and then what what happens what happens if you and your family are falling short on the mortgage and the card value tank because you wouldn't sell it when it was peaking at 2.2 and now you have a worthless card that you bought for 1.29 million dollars bro yeah you you gotta watch it I mean, uh-huh. I'm just saying, like, Dale, would you advise people as a financial advisor legally? Um, would you would you advise people to invest in trading cards? Yeah, so I'm not a financial advisor, but <laughs> I have been reading up on this. And from what I've been hearing is that, like, I don't know, 5%, like 10%, like people, people throw a little bit of money in cryptocurrency just because of the rare chance. But I've been reading that some people are, are advising that. If you're into that kind of stuff, there's really good returns. That card, I think it was like 289% return in like five years or something. Ridiculous. Yeah, I I read an article. It was the last time this card was on sale or something along the lines. It was 600K. Yeah, five years yeah. ago or something. Wow. And I, I've been surfing in the internet, watching YouTube videos, trying to learn how to do TikToks and shit. So I've been going on Gary Vee's thing. Gary Vee is very, very into buying and selling. Been in the card game, yeah. That's that's why I know a little bit about it. Should we just be uh, – should the morning skate be like trading card like investors? I don't hate it. Can we get behind that? Dude, just go – Ked, tonight or tomorrow, just go to the vault and buy like 15 packs. I'll just trade up from there. 
I want my own fucking trading card, dude. I want to put that on my goal list. You know what would be super interesting to do? To try to, like, get a pack and take one card and see, like, how expensive of a card you could trade it up to. Oh, like, yeah. Like, like a Yankee swap with yourself. Like dude. Dwight True, how he starts with a symbol and then he... Yes, yes. Exactly. Just like that episode and see if you could get to the 1.29 million. Really. funny to follow. You'd, like, start with, yeah, an undrafted player or something. You probably just get stuck with like a Al McGinnis, like I don't know. What what do you think you would get for like a card? What's the what's the number one card kid that you always get? Oh my god, what is oh Chris Nealon? Is that his name? Knuckles Nealon? Probably. That seems like a nineties card. Like he was like a fighter for like the Habs and the Bruins. Yep, yeah, Chris Nealon. I was <laughs> yeah. I, I probably have like two hundred Chris Nealon cards. Yeah. Fuck. How many people uh, do you think are, are listening to this or reading these kind of articles and like, God dang, my mom threw out my NHL binder years ago. You know what I mean? Same with Pokemon cards. People are let's probably- be honest though, dude. If you if you had those cards as a kid, there's fucking there's smuckers on it. There's like there's like goldfish crumbs. There's like a tear in the corner, possibly from a dog. You know, like were you keeping a mint? No, but I had the I had the little clear. No, you weren't. Cassie. Yeah, I had, the, I had the clear yeah, dividers, but yeah, it, I had the protectors too. But I took them out. Dude, the sheriff was like obsessed with trading. Really? We have like an unbelievable amount of trading cards. Mark Messier, Wayne Gretzky. Like, I have a uh, he had a Rangers binder, I had a Florida Panthers binder, and then we had a binder for everybody else. Can we please? Can you search those for a rare card? Can we please yeah. fucking start trading? Dude? So, so here's here's, so here's like <laughs> something I want to do next year is like I want to take a week vacation, and during that week vacation set up an ebay account and sell everything in my basement you don't need a vacation for that bro but but do it we could do it yeah you could do it so training card talk i'm sure southpaw if he's listening to this probably loves us not now all right uh we are now going to go to what are we talking about next Rangers worth the most of the NHL. Shocking that uh, the New York Rangers would be the, you know, worth the most because everybody likes them and they're the best team. Uh, $1.65 billion. The Leafs, the Hawks, the Blackhawks, the Bruins next. Only other billion-dollar teams. Uh, damn. Leafs, I did not, I did not think – that. the only reason I wanted to bring this up, I did not think the New York Rangers would be worth more than the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's kind of fucking crazy to think about. I don't – how? Not, not how is it crazy to think about. How are the Rangers worth more than the Toronto Maple Leafs? Because, like, the New York Yankees are, like, the New York Yankees. And right. Like when, and they are the number one team in baseball. And, like, well, they the always Leafs have the, the money. And they, hockey, right? What's that? Yeah, the Leafs, I think, are the number one team in hockey in terms of, like, fan base, correct? I guess, but the Rangers are worth more. I don't get that. So that's kind of what I'm saying is like, I don't know. Is it just because like Madison square gardens worth so much money and because the investment group owns that and like technically the Rangers, like, yeah. So something like that have to do with it. Keep chirping Billy Joel all you want, but he got that fucking street value all the way up. So I don't, I don't know, man. I just thought that the Leafs would be worth more. Maybe it's also like a Canadian thing, like Canadian taxes and shit. Like, I don't know. That could maybe be it. People in Canada always say they get taxed a lot. I think. Uh, yeah, but here it says the Maple Leafs are at 1.5 billion. Yeah, so it's close. I know. I'm just surprised. And like, is it close, dude? 1.65, 1.5. That's 0.15. I just thought, I'm not, I'm kidding. I'm not surprised at all that the Rangers are above the Bruins. I like full, I expected that. Um, the real guard. Because, 
New York City is a bigger city than Boston. Like, you guys are always bigger than us. The real number 77. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I, I'm not shocked at all. But I thought that – my point being is I thought the Habs and the Maple Leafs fan bases were so big and so strong. I mean, they would oh, be worth Habs. More. Oh, you meant to say Habs, not – okay. That makes yeah, sense. it was just a typo oh. there. Okay. So, yeah, that's all I have on that. So those are all original six teams, right? I wonder if Detroit's after that. Which isn't a surprise. The one that – I mean, the Blackhawks, that's basically just like win hockey games. Because remember the Blackhawks were dog shit for like a decade and you couldn't even watch their games on TV and shit, and now they're a top five franchise. So that's crazy. Yeah, Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves. Uh, next story, the Mighty Ducks trailer. Um, it dropped out. It's on Disney. It has uh, Dylan Playfair from Letterkenny. Emilio Estevez comes back. Essentially what happens, and I'm pretty sure if you grew up playing hockey, somebody's experienced this one way or another. You're trying out for a team. A kid gets caught. A kid's parents throw a hissy fit and buy, buy a new team. I think that we've seen this. Like we've, we've all, We all can name people who have done that. So in terms of like relevance, fucking nailed it. In terms of making a TV show about these people – I'm out on that. Like that kind of, I don't need that. And now the mighty ducks are what the Hawks were. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I got to interject there. That's my whole point is like, why are the mighty ducks, the bad guys? What was the, what was the thought process behind that? That's like, I didn't watch Harry Potter, but that's like if Harry Potter and the boys all of a sudden had like evil powers, correct? Like bro, Charlie Conway didn't give Russ Thompson his Jersey. So they fucking mighty ducks come out with a Disney TV show about how the ducks are fucking nasty. And I bet you at the end, they'll probably like help the ducks, like find their roots again. And they'll become like the ducks of everybody. But that kind of bothered me too. Like the ducks are the ragtag team. Like they could have easily written the plot. Like, like the ducks used to be this once great team in the nineties. And now like, their ragtag again and like Bombay gets another DUI that's the other thing Bombay does not look great like I I I thought Bombay would look a lot hotter uh in his later years you know what I mean like I thought he would just he doesn't have the same energy it looks like he looked kind of defeated like he was like you know what I mean like he was like a hotshot lawyer like going on dates with like models and stuff hanging out with Mike Madonna and like now he just looks defeated bro and like I'm not even I'm not even a writer Oh, hey, Ked, we need a new Mighty Ducks uh, show for Disney. What should the plot be? Uh, I don't know. Charlie Conway wheeled some model when he made the NHL, and he has a kid who's trying to trying to be a good hockey player, and he's not that great. So Charlie Conway comes back, and he tries coaching. But don't worry. As he struggles, Gordon Bombay comes back and helps out. And then they, you see Hans's ghost every once in a while. Like, you're telling me that one not sell more than, than this? Than, than the kid who got cut and his mom goes out and buys him a team? <laughs> I'll yeah, Dale, what do you have on this? You're kind of the Ducks guy of the pot, yeah. I would say. I mean, I love, I love the Ducks, dude. I one of one of the favorites. Um, yeah, Ken, you just nailed that, bro. I don't know. That that I think we, I think we we're gonna have to clip that and post that on Instagram because that was that was pretty. Makes no sense, man. And like, now here's another thing. Am I just being like a grouchy old dude? Because like, I'm sure when the Mighty Ducks movies came out when we were kids, I'm sure adults were like, "What the fuck is this?" Right. Or, or are we like, are we still hip enough to recognize that something's dog shit? We're pretty hip, dude. Um, I, I, the only thing I, I don't I think, think so. You don't think we're hip? I don't know, dude. I think, uh, I don't know. I think when you get past like 27, 28, I don't think, I don't think you can be considered hip. You don't think I'm hip anymore, dude? How old are you? 
How old am I? Yeah. You know how old I am. How old are you? You're thir- so you're 30 years old, dude. If you're 30 years old and you have to ask someone if you're hip, you're probably not hip, bro, right? Maybe, dude, but I also have a sleeve tattoo, so how hip's that? <laughs> That's true, man. And you have a gold and you have a golden puppy. You got a sleeve. Golden chain, dude. Maybe you are pretty hip, bro. I'm sorry. I am fucking hip, bro. <laughs> you guys like the podcast? Tell me I'm not hip, dude. All right. Did you like- what, Dale? I'm sorry. Did oh. you like the podcast joke in the trailer? Uh, it was all right. Yeah. I mean, like, that, I, was actually, that was clever. That's the thing. The whole thing about Mighty Ducks, too, is like the kids were really good at like being dicks to each other and like chirping each other. Like, if they don't do that anymore, well, to a certain extent, you have to, like, in you order for it to though, work. Because everybody has feelings now. And if you're too mean to somebody, then their mom's going to go out and buy them a team. <laughs> I did like how they, they did kind of nail the over-involvement of hockey parents when the guy was like, yeah, I'm a pediatric sports psychologist. Do you think that's, like, real in youth hockey? Probably, yeah. Oh, I'm sure, dude. Yeah, you see these kids that, like – it's crazy to look at – if you look at, like, hockey futures, like, I just look at, like, random kids, like – they'll be, like, from Seattle and they're, they play in the NHL. Like, Kayler, uh Who's the kid on the Oilers? Yamamoto. You know who I'm talking about? Kaylor Yamamoto. He's, yeah. from, he's from Washington, and he grew up playing youth hockey for, like, the L.A. Selects. Like, like kids, like, flying places and shit. Like, you don't think that they have, like, personal trainers? Like, it's kind of crazy to think about, but there's definitely kids in the NHL now. They're, like, 18, 19. They're, like, basically built in, like, a hockey laboratory. Yeah, but – and at the same time, dude, like – But there's also kids that didn't. The guy that they got from Letterkenny, who's fucking hilarious, now he's the bad guy coach? Like, is he going to have any role in this? Like, I was going to watch that because he was in there and he's funny, but I have to keep reminding myself that this is a Disney show. Right, and I mean, his – I think they were kind of going for the gunner look, right? Or uh, the, wasn't that the name of the coach for Iceland who had the slick back hair? No, that was Wolf the Dentist Stance, and Gunner was the uh, captain. Regardless, he kind of looks like both of them, so I think they're going back to that look. So you can't really fault them there, but you're right. Maybe he plays a funny villain. Like, who knows? Because he's still the coach of the Ducks. Like, why would the coach of the Ducks be a villain? Like, it just makes no sense. Beats me. Ah, beats me, man. Um, but that's that's kind of what we have for the Ducks talk. Uh, one last thing. Eugene Melnick came out with his own website. How? What do you want to talk about? Anything? He's released two blogs. Essentially, this is for him to publish his thoughts and beliefs on the world of sports. And not one of his posts yet has been about sports yeah, I think we just need to wait for the season to get going. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna be on blog watch. I'm going to be honest. I did not read the articles. I scrolled down when he talked about his accomplishments as an owner uh, and his stable for horse racing. So, kind of nice to see his whole resume out there. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It'll be funny. Like, if the, if the Senators go on, like, a five-game losing streak and Eugene Melnick writes a fucking blog about it, it will be awesome. So, that's what I'm hoping for. Content. That would be pretty fucking cool. I almost want to reach out and just be like, hey, I will do anything for you guys, like unpaid, like intern. Like, is there anything I can help out on this project? Maybe Big fan. I, I actually just – so there's a media request form on the website. I just submitted a request for him to come on the podcast. That'd be cool. You, you I mean, what are the chances that he would not call a your podcast, dude? They get one million. But it'd be really cool. Be a lot cooler if you did, Eugene. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, all right. So Eugene Melnick, love that he has a website. Uh, I have a couple Bruins talk. Uh, 
This is a quote from David Quinn, the Rangers coach. Bruins don't win by accident. When you have the right leaders, the culture is set by them, not the coach. I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool because it's accurate, and it's cool because hopefully that's what he's looking for in New York uh, that we haven't had in forever. Uh, and then you have a couple other uh, Boston Bruin stories. Yeah, really quick. One, there was a, there was like a snowstorm in Boston like two weeks two weeks ago, and the the news crew was like interviewing random people on the side of the highway, and they just interviewed Jerome McGinley. Uh, and they didn't know who he was. And he was like, yeah, I'm from Canada. Like the snow's bad, but we're used to it. Just going to drive slow. But one, they had no idea that it was Jerome McGinley. And two, Jerome McGinley still lives in Boston. How weird is that? Like That's the weirdest thing. Like I, you almost forget that he was a Bruin for one year. Like, and the fact that he like, he moved on after he played in Pittsburgh, after he was with the Bruins, I thought he would have gone back to like Calgary or wherever, but he's in Boston uh, just getting interviewed randomly. That's pretty crazy. Maybe he just liked. Maybe he just liked it there, and like nobody knows who he is, and he likes that because he's from like Western Canada. You think he's just like trying to? It's like retirement. I don't know. Maybe maybe when yeah, he probably just had a really good time when he was there with his family or something. Yeah, but that's kind of a wild fucking thing. Yeah, so that fucking threw me off. And then my other thing, the Bruins. I've like really hated the Bruins drafted drafting recently. Our first round pick last year, uh, Johnny Beecher. He plays at Michigan. He was on the World Junior team last year. He got suspended a game for a dirty hit. Uh, he did not make the world junior team this year because he got COVID during training camp and his roommate did too. So him and his roommate both got cut. Dude, it sucks. It's excited to see him play, especially because he was going to be a second year there. I thought maybe he could step up. So that sucks. And two, why can't USA hockey pay, uh, for guys to have separate rooms at fucking training camp? Why'd they shove two guys in a room and then they both got COVID and now they both can't make the team. The development program, dude. Like, come on, like, you take money, USA Hockey, you take money from me to play beer league hockey, like, once a week, uh, and I have to pay you a fee, and you can't even get these guys their own room at the Residence Inn? Like, how much is a room at the Residence Inn in Plymouth, Michigan right now during COVID? Like, $95 a night? Get the guy uh, King guys back. Yeah, you already have, like, previous business relationships with them, too. Come on, bro. I don't know. I just thought that shit was stupid. Ked, do you have anything on the Rangers? On the Rangers, no, not really. Just that Panarin looks great. I'm getting really excited to see Lafreniere play. Um, oh, I, I restarted Entourage, and I tweeted out the first episode of Entourage, they get a, a Rottweiler, and they put Turtle in a Rangers, like, goalie year. And uh, Jerry Jerry Ferrara, is that his name? Uh, he liked my tweet, so, yeah, whatever. Uh, suck it, E. And uh, that's what I have for the Rangers. Now – Let's move along. We have Beer League Roundup. Uh, take it away, Dale. Yeah, so basically I play in a Sunday night league. It's four teams um, just down in Clifton Park. Same same rink that Ked plays at. Ked's is uh, 5 to five to 7.30 skate. And uh, so casual Sunday skate followed by our league game. We're playing uh, – black team and uh me and jim are gonna be on a line i'm looking forward to your skate i think your skate's a little faster with uh some guys i haven't played with this year so i'm excited that that'll be a little bit different um to be honest there's not many players uh in the capital region i have better chemistry with than Ked. so for that reason i'm very excited to be on the line um and i think we're gonna we're gonna do quite well tonight yeah, it's going to be pretty fun, man. Uh, I think it'll be a really, really, really good time. Back-to-back is probably going to hurt a little bit. I'm interested to see what the league's like. Do you think I have to bring a jersey? 
Just bring a red one, but Justin will have one for you. Um, yeah, I'm pumped up. Man. Who skates I'm first? Mine. Yeah. So harder skate first. That's kind of that kind of helps a little bit. Quicker. But a more competitive. It's like a skate, and then it's a game. I got you. right. So then, it's like having a donut on a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Because like your skate's still kind of like a game. I would assume. Oh, dude, uh-huh. our our skate's super fucking competitive. Like super, super, super competitive. Far and punch worm in the face last week. Let's go. <laughs> It'll be pretty good. So, and is it at the same rank? So these are my questions. They're they're back to back. Yeah. Yeah, You guys, what are you gonna do in between games? Like anything? You're just gonna stay right in gear, not not even like adjust the skates, just like right back. Yeah. Gonna get a drink of water. Check my phone, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's sick. So good luck tonight, guys. That'll be fun. Uh... Actually, Ked, there is like a 15 minute warm up, and we're gonna be so warm. So maybe we can fucking hang out for a bit. Yeah. Uh, Haller, is your season canceled? No, dude. We just got pushed back another month, though. So this was supposed to be uh, the week it was back, and then we got an email yesterday saying it's another month. So that's awesome. Still no hockey. <laughs> that's awesome. That's oh. side note. And I want oh, I want your guys' opinion on this. There was this rink, uh, not that far by, and I just randomly saw it, and it was like a job posting to to be like like the rink manager it the pay would have been like a pay decrease but would you want to be like a rink manager like be that guy that has like i feel like you can like watch like netflix like in the back office in the zamboni room and shit like no like would you want to be the rink manager you get like city benefits probably retire at 50 like not a great salary but you run the rink for the rest of your life what are your thoughts on this I mean, I don't think that, like, I'm in social media. Like, I'm a social media specialist. I don't think I'm going to be doing social media when I'm, like, 45 years old. Like, I hope I'm not. Um, maybe I make a change of career then and then just do the ring for the rest of the time. Because you're right. It actually sounds like just sick life. So, yeah, and I was looking at that. The only downside is you have – it. like, I was asking about prior, like, rink experience. And I looked it up, and there's fucking classes on, like, how to, like – maintain the ice of like an ice rink like there are guys out there that like go to courses and shit and like teach how to build ice so i i'm just throwing it out there that stuff seems a little over my head but just the idea of being the rink dude like i think i agree with you ked like when i'm like 60 years old like i could so get behind that yeah like i don't want to do this anymore i'd rather just fucking ride on the zamboni all day i quit (laughs) yeah that was gonna be my take too like 60 65 semi-retirement job type thing that'd be sick yeah right and then uh and you, you talked about making ice and stuff i just want to bring this up to montreal canadians just released this thing it's like a video and like text instructions on how to build an outdoor rink like a legit outdoor rink for 2500 bucks so i'm gonna send that over to tj and see what he has on that but uh they give you all the materials all the shit that you need to do to like build the rink which is kind of cool it's just so hard nowadays with weather to figure out when the fuck to build it like, uh, do you guys have any ice there in the park or like lake? Not even close. Yeah. Yes. No on the ground. Uh, I just it just got rained away today. Yeah. Same. Same. Sad times, bro. Sad times. The global warming, man. Uh, Patty B wrote on Hal's Facebook wall. Not my wall, dude. I'm not friends oh, with Patty. Sorry, B. Dale's Facebook wall. Yeah, because I guess he can't post on yours. 
he had a great caption. Since no one can post on Jimmy's wall, I decided to post on your wall. Uh, but basically just a video all about uh, refs ranting. The premise behind it was like people complaining in a beer league game to the refs. Does any, you guys got anything on that? Yeah, I listened to it. I don't know if you can pipe this in. I think it would be so funny if we can pipe this in. Um, I don't give a shit about what this guy has to say. It was basically some ref basically saying like, don't talk shit to the refs. Listen, I am not um, a shit talker to refs, guys in stripes. I respect them. There are obviously guys on your team that are going to step up and say stuff to the refs at certain points. But my overall point is if you're a good ref, you don't hear that. Like if you're not making bad calls, then the dick on the other team doesn't hear that. I'm not saying that the guy on your team that yells at the ref is correct because he's definitely not. But there are definitely refs in my beer league that have much better relationships with players. And that's because they usually put their whistle away um, and only like, you know, call shit when it needs to be called. Like they handled the game. They're a ref. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can understand if, like, if you're, like, if you just broke up a fight and a kid starts yelling at you and you, like, split them up, I can be okay with, like, all right, pal, like, get the hell out of here. But just, like, going into, like, I just imagine this beer league ref, like, gets out of his Honda Civic. He, like, fucking turns down the kid rock, takes, takes like, a deep breath, hits his vape, and he's, like, you're going to, like, fucking own this ice tonight. Like, this rink is yours. You know what I mean? That's just the vibe I got from that video. Like, it's not that serious. Just chuck the kid out. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Uh, refs are a different breed, dude. And also, Patty, I thought it was really funny that Patty said he can't write on my face a wall. Years ago, like, when my family would keep, like, commenting on my Facebook wall, super embarrassing shit, I just I just pulled the plug, and, and I don't let anybody comment on my Facebook wall anymore. I have the same but, thing. But, but I undo it every year on my birthday just so people can wish me happy birthday. That <laughs> That's a scumbag move on that part. That's very on brand for you. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't hate it either. I guess that's true. You should, un- can you unblock it for a little bit just so we can see? Yeah, it? No. Dude, this I feel stop. like you would have one of the most active Facebook walls like in, in like North America for like people over the age of 25. I don't know. That just made me laugh. I thought that was fun <laughs> because I, because Jimmy will let me post on his wall. It's not you, Patty. It's everybody. Fucking uh, block Pat, dude. <laughs> Patty B. Um, and now we're going to go on to our last segment, uh, Dom Morris, Heroes and Zeros. Hey fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. All right, Heroes and Zeros time. This is going to be a doozy. Uh, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm going to go first. Uh, my Hero of the Week. Should I lost it. Um, U-20 teams of Finland, Russia, Sweden forced to wait at the Helsinki airport for new airplane as the plane provided by host Team Canada is not big enough for personnel equipment for the three teams. This is just mental warfare at its finest. Guys. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, we'll send you a plane, and then you don't even send them a plane big enough for everybody to get on. Talk about what a fuck you. I love that for Canada. Uh, just bullying the European uh, nations. What do you, do you agree, disagree? Like, that's kind of like a really funny thing. I mean, it's a good, it's a good move, dude. But at the same time, like if I'm Finland, I'm gonna remember that. No? Yeah, and it, and it wasn't on purpose, but it would have been way funnier if it was on purpose. It's see, here's uh, I, I go back and forth because part of me is like, yes, this is an awesome move, and part of me is like, this is Canada though. Like if like if like the U.S. does it, it's funny because like the U.S. kind of stinks. But like if Canada does it, like I feel like Canada's supposed to be above it. You know, Canada's all about like class, hockey, code. But at the same time, like I I secretly love the move. Yeah, so I had that, and then uh, one other thing. 
I think this has to do with Canada as well. Uh, Daniel Alverson, Henrik Alverson, and Andreas Carlson contacted the Swedish Federation to coach the team at the World Junior Championships, but IIHF President Rene Fassell says they won't be allowed in the bubble. I, I feel like people are out to get Team Sweden. Why is that, dude? Why can't Why can't Alverson go hang out in the bubble, dude? He made Ottawa his home for how many years? Canada won't let Alverson in the bubble? Oh, that's your take on it? Do you think this goes back to Eugene and the way they're – Wow. The time ends? Do you think Eugene's going to write a blog about it? <laughs> I, I wish Eugene would write a blog about why Dan Robertson's not allowed back to Canada. Yeah, I I mean, I would like to know too. Um, That'd be kind of funny. But th- those are my heroes. Pretty much just Team Canada just like flexing on everybody. Fair enough. Dale, you want to go next? Yeah, so uh, yesterday, Saturday, Jimmy and I took uh, – Took our pups to a nice walk into town, got a nice, nice death wish coffee and um, kind of grizzly still, still a little tough on the leash. And basically what happened was Jimmy and I got into a little hustle. Jimmy kind of fell down a little bit, whatever. Get back to our house. Jimmy drives away. I get a call. He's like, bro, you got to check the check outside for my wallet, like all this stuff. So I'm like, all right, I get up. I'm going outside to check. Turns out Jimmy calls me back. The cops called Ked and somebody random found his wallet in Congress Park. And to top it all off, it was the sheriff's wallet. So whoever that was is an absolute hero. Fucking at it, it was one of those where you uh like you kind of believe in the world a little bit. Like and I know that sounds really fucking stupid and like soft and shit, but like I don't know. Like, I would return a wallet. If I saw a wallet on the ground, I would take the wallet. And maybe I wouldn't bring it to the police, but I'd bring it to a store or somebody. Or I'd fucking look in and see the license and, like, send it back to the house. Like, I would do that. I think that you guys would do that. Pop in the mailbox? E- either either you do that or you just wouldn't pick it up and you'd leave it there. You wouldn't steal it is what I'm trying to say. Like, but there's a lot of people out there that would steal it, especially where we were in that park. Like, there's there's some people there that would have been like, okay, I'm going to take the money and run. This so, is really so. fucked up, but just, like, hypothetically, though, like, you're going to return it, but, like, you see there's, like, a $5 bill in there. Like, you take a tip? Well, I, I uh, <laughs> no, dude, I want it. But, like, <laughs> I, I want to tip this guy. I found out his name. Jason Mutford is his name. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just think, like, that's such a fair trade. If I lost five bucks, but my cards, my license, my wallet was still there. Bro, I, would be I didn't okay. care about any of that. I just wanted the wallet. Like, the, he could have taken everything out of the wallet. I, like, literally just wanted the wallet. And there was not one thing taken from it. It's beautiful. Unreal. How much cash? Was there cash in there? Four dollars. Like, I don't, I don't carry cash. Like, I have a Southwest card, you know. And uh, <laughs> that around their trust card, but yeah, I, I was blown away by it. Like that was just really cool. Oh, I actually, I'm pretty sure I have a Mike Mike Richter rookie card in there too. Wow. Oh. So uh, shout out to that guy, Dale. Good looks there. Yeah, buds. Hal, what do you got? Oh, I don't know if I I don't know if I have a hero of the week. Okay. Um. I don't really know if I have a second zero of the week. I just have one zero this week. So I don't know. Do you guys just want me to go into zeros? Go to zeros, you negative Nancy. Zero of the week. So this has kind of been a controversial subject um, within our friend group. Dale. So Dale, Dale's been making chicken wings for a while. He does like different rubs and stuff. They usually look good. Dale uses like the full wing 
Yeah. Talk about what the chicken wing looks like because you said he's making chicken wings all the time. And it's not for somebody who is like, when I would think of chicken wing, I would think you go to the pizza place and those are the chicken wings. Yeah. Drums, drums and whatever. These are like a, I don't know what this is. Like it's a, uh, it's a real chicken. Yeah. But what is, what, what piece of chicken is that? It's the flat and the drum together. Yeah. the two kind of wings that you usually see, they're still together. So, and it's okay. That's what that is? Yeah. Dude, that, it's the drum and the flat together. It's the it's the actual wing of the chicken. Oh, chip. wow. Okay. All right. All right. So, long story short, Dale, Dale gets the fancy chicken wings, which is like nothing against Dale, right? Like, that's what he likes. Um, Got to respect it. He, Dale sent us a photo of these chicken wings, and someone quickly noticed that there were feathers still on the chicken wings. Dale thinks it's normal to eat the chicken uh, with feathers on the wing. Our friend even put out a poll on Instagram asking if you would eat this. And like a hundred people said no, including Dale's significant other. So Dale, what do you got about? And now Dale basically has been fighting with everyone all week saying that we are simpletons and that eating feathers on the chicken wing is because the chicken is fresher and he got it at Whole Foods. My take on that, because I don't want Dale to get his advantage in first. My thing on that is like, I still think you're supposed to pluck it, bro. Like, even if you buy like a fancy wing from like a, from like a, I don't know, like a, a farmer's market, or maybe you're going to like a Whole Foods. I still think you're supposed to pluck it. Like, have have you ever gone to like a five star, really nice dinner and like sat down, and you ordered the chicken, and it comes on your table, and there's a feather on it still? Also, uh, one of his, one of his uh, things that we were shaming him for the way he ate chickens with feathers on it and i don't think it's shaming dude i just think it's a really 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 weird thing to do to eat chicken with feathers on it all right so so yes they came from the farmer's market it's it's one of the things i like to do it go go to the saratoga state park early sunday morning get my chicken wings you know prepare them for a four o'clock patriots game in the sunday afternoon yes scott from fictitious farms right down the road very fresh chickens like no no anti you know whatever gmos all that nonsense fresh ass chicken wings so um in fairness scott did say you know there's still some feathers on it you might want to pluck them but me, hold on hold on dude i know the sold you the chicken told you to take the feathers <laughs> i was like i was like yeah scott i know i they were there last time too so like Really, moral of the story is I'm more focused on the game. I've done this, you know, a couple dozen times already. I'm not too worried about the chicken wings. There's feathers on the tips. Like, we'll, we'll show a picture, you know. But um, you just eat around the feathers. I don't, I don't know what to tell you guys. Like, Bro, this is how COVID happens. Like, this is how, like, this shit happens, man. Oh, dude. They're cooked. It's fully cooked. It's baked and broiled 50 minutes at 400 degrees. I just the fact that you never told us that the guy said you were supposed to take it off, dude. You, you said you just, yeah, like, just pluck it, bro. And you didn't. You made a mistake. I think it's. I honestly think it's an s. It's an aesthetic thing. Like, oh, you might <laughs> want to take it. Off. Not aesthetic. That is not an aesthetic. Aesthetic thing is like a positive thing, right? You no. should. Not, you should not look at a chicken wing that has feathers in it and be like, "Fuck, I want to eat that thing." <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like you like. 
you're like a kid and like you see like a crow feather on the ground and you like pick it up and your mom's like oh that has like bacteria on it or something yeah, like don't yeah, touch that. Your mouth like a lollipop <laughs> yeah yeah and now you're like seasoning them dude i don't know it could be an aesthetic thing i wouldn't want that what's the text you eat it bro like what's the texture in the mouth Dude, I don't eat the feathers. The feathers are on the tips, like on the end. So you see this this third part, you just don't eat it. It's like, it's not on the flat or the drum. It's on the, the third little. You've definitely part. put one of those in your mouth before. I thought this podcast ate their chicken wings to the bone, bro. God damn, you can't win here. You cannot <laughs> win. So that's all we have. I mean, anything else? It sounds like, so like from now on, here's the question. Are you going to pluck your wings? Because Dale, you do make, your wings do look good. I wouldn't describe Perfect. them. Right, Kat, oh, the wings classic. look delicious. The, yeah, like, like the smoke wing. The they're perfect, and, you, and they look good, and then you see the feathers on it, and it ruins everything. Hey, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm bringing my wings to your house, and we're all watching the game, and you got people over there, and there's people I don't really know, I'm plucking the wings. But if I'm eating them Sunday afternoon with, with my significant other and myself, uh, like in my sweatpants at 4 o'clock trying to just watch the Patriots, I don't give a shit. Did I mean, you talk to your significant other about voting no? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you ate the wings. You like the wings. <laughs> What'd you say? She just rolled her eyes, dude. I don't know. She probably it sounds like she's sick of the feathers, too, dude. I don't want to start any trouble. I think we can move on from this. I hope Dale learned something. Uh, and it's still, it's still a little disturbing to me that Dale just said, like, at the end of the day, he's going to keep eating feathers. Like, he won't subject us to it. But he wants to eat feathers, and that's what he's going to do. I mean, hopefully you throw those those things. I think it's one of those things that he doubled down on the wrong thing, and now he's too afraid to, like, Mm -hmm. now he's tripling down on it. Because if he he doesn't, he's wrong. I have always said if there was an animal I could be, that question, like, if you could be any animal, I would be, like, a golden – I would be a golden eagle. Like, I would would, – if I could turn into an animal, a bird would be pretty sick. Wow, dude, I didn't know that about you. Like you are so, yeah, so I like I like I like flying. I love looking down at that perspective, dude. I would be a bird. And you my next you, life, dude. Have you skydive? Yeah. It's fucking awesome. New Zealand. Who knew, dude? Dale's just one with the wind. So I mean maybe that you're just going back to your roots. I mean, maybe we should maybe it's like kind of like we're making fun of like your heritage or something. We didn't even know it. I'm like a bird, dude. I only fly away. <laughs> All right. All right. That's my zero of the week. Dale the bird. Cad. Okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> whoa. Uh, my zero of the week goes to not putting your truck in new or in park. Uh, Malcolm Suan put his truck in neutral, got out, almost hit, almost hit a, uh, I think it was his house or his garage or something like that. But my zero of the week is like, I've done that before. Like that's the, that is the scariest fucking thing in the entire world. You think it's in park, you get out and then it starts moving. You're like, Holy shit. Uh, the fast twitch muscles kicked in for him. He got over there quick, hammered the brake, shout out to him. But uh, yeah, it, I think it's one of those things. Actually guys, do you, would you agree with this? Have you ever like driven somewhere and you get there and, and then you like think to yourself, like, how did I get here? Yeah. Yes. Is that not bananas, dude? Like the fact that like you're operating a motor vehicle, but like you're checked out, right? Yeah. No, I think that happens to everyone. It's a pretty terrible feeling. I just what I don't get, dude. I watched the video. I feel like if you're in a big truck, especially because you have to leap down. As soon as you leap down, I feel like you would feel 
the truck creeping the wrong way. Like, yeah, just, normally. Yeah, and he walked away pretty far. He must have been like in a conversation with somebody or, or something along those lines. But zero of the week is for when that shit happens because then like you're full panic mode. Oh, 100%. I, I've stopped. I mean, not to pat myself on the back as a hero in the past. The kid once at a softball game like started their par- parents' car and then got out. And I jumped in and I hit the brakes, put it in park. So, I mean, that's probably one of the most heroic things I ever did. It was re- honestly the car was rolling like two miles per hour, but there was a softball game. Like you know, it could that could have been devastating. <laughs> yeah, twenty dead if I didn't hop in that Honda Civic. Dude, I remember one time I was driving with Clap and I was in my Cobalt and I'm just driving down the road. I think is is it's not fifty. What's the road like right off exit thirteen? Is that fifty? Nine. Nine driving down nine towards exit 13 and the fucking kid takes my keys, turns the car off and pulls it out of the ignition. (laughs) (laughs) So now the car is going 50 miles an hour. I don't have power steering and I barely have brakes. I'll never (laughs) forget that. I was, dude, that was probably the scare. One of the scariest moments of my life. I didn't even know you could do that. Is that in the old cobalt? It might've been, it might've been like that car had a, uh, (laughs) <laughs> what's it called uh where you like bring it a recall on it or whatever but no he, the motherfucker pulled the key right out of the car shut it down and i'm i'm going 50 down the fire crazy that was fucked up yeah. that was a clap dude he punked you he punked me dude yeah i would have shit my pants uh dale you got it you got a zero of the week dude yeah, dude, my zero of the week goes out to myself, not for eating chicken wings, but for continuing to suck even at NHL 21. Uh, recently <laughs> bought NHL 21. And, and, uh, and uh, yeah, go figure. I'm 0 2 already. So, you know, we'll get there. But that's it. What so, were you playing versus? On, just online versus. Oh, dude, how? That was your hero. Here of the week, the PlayStation store. Shout out that. Yeah, it was like 28 bucks. Figured out Friday night it was 28 bucks. It was interesting to see everyone's different download times. Ked clearly has the slowest download out of the boys when it comes to downloading. Ked, I think, or Dale cheats. He plugs his Ethernet in. Mine doesn't reach. Uh, but, yeah, it was great. All the boys, almost all the boys got Chell on discount. And I'm with you, Dale. I am i don't know about you, Ked. I'm struggling. Like, it's great to have Chell back. Not a lot of changes to the game. I mean, Ked, you probably played it more than anybody else. What do you have? I just started that be a pro mode. Um, so you I've, like it? Yeah, I've just been ripping that. It's not that bad, like, but the gameplay online, I fucking can't stand it, dude. I like the EASHL. Like, I I fucking can't stand it. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's because we suck either. It's just the way it's played, like the robots, like the positioning. Not it's just two on ones. It basically just comes down down to guys getting two on ones off on and scoring like backdoors i don't know it pisses me off too i like versus a lot better i'm with dale on that i think when the boys last year when we we figured it out like the most fun was playing versus against each other dude and like maybe it's the way you set up uh that that is way more fun maybe it's the way that you set up your aggressiveness i guess because it's all odd man rushes so like I stay back and when I stay back our putts of a defenseman jumps up and then it's a fucking odd man rush back the other way yeah, I know. So that that stuff makes no sense. Um, fuck, what else did I want to ask you? Oh, so the new mode. So I, the one thing I was thinking, why doesn't the new mode, you know how in Call of Duty, if you play the game, you can earn guns and stuff for Warzone? 
wouldn't it make sense if it was the same for Hutt? Like, kind of sucks that you have to, like, play a 1,000 games, get your ESHL player up. Like, if you could just play – if you could just grind, be a pro mode, and that would get you shit unlocked, that'd be nice. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, that would be fucking cool. Um, And speaking of Call of Duty, like, I feel – Maybe Call of Duty is just way better in terms of online play and like getting there, but also it takes forever to get into an online game in Shell. You ever notice that? It takes forever. Yeah. Like Call of Duty, you can press triangle, you see who's online, boom, boom, done, you're in a room and you're playing. Yeah. I agree with that. It does say it's like a bunch of 30 second wait windows. I don't know. It's the same old, old Shell. You know what I mean? I'm really happy I have it. Like, seems like we might get locked in more and more the colder it gets and with everything going on. So it's good to have finally. Dude, my thing is, it's like you create this new game and yeah, you have a new mode. Like what the fuck else is everybody else doing? I don't know. I don't know. Why is fighting the same? I know. Like the player ratings like really haven't changed that much. Like the rosters haven't really changed. Like they added a couple of retro jerseys. They added a new mode and that was pretty much it. Like rosters aren't even updated. I know. It sucks. Like, I think they updated, like, the rights to the guys who got drafted, but hopefully that'll – I mean, obviously that'll probably come soon, but, like, I like having, like, the AHL updated. I texted you. I thought it was crazy. Shesterkin's, like, 86 overall or whatever. Not crazy. Uh, that's kind of a lot of respect coming from Shell. That was one of the few ratings that I noticed that was pretty different. They need to start – they need to start doing other shit. The fighting's been the same for however many years. How often in an NHL fight does somebody one punch somebody, the guy falls down, that's how it is. Pretty much every single time it's one guy falling on top of another guy and like that's how – why is that not an automatic thing? That's not hard. Why every time I score a goal and I press X, I slide on my stomach. The last person who did that was Darius fucking Kasparitis. Yeah. Like make it fucking realistic. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say you should be a consultant, dude. Hit him up. Tell him you'll work for free. It's the dumbest shit, dude. Like, it's not even that hard. I I guess, man. I mean, I I feel like making video games is probably pretty fucking hard. But it does seem like they just take our money all year. Shout out to our friend Dubsy who paid $80 to get it pre-released. Like, what a fucking crazy move that is. And shout out to us for being bad friends and just leaving them hanging. <laughs> Until look back, dude, we we used to play Chell like ten times a week, and we hadn't played together since like August. Yeah. Uh, and Dubsy bought it like pre-release, and then we waited till it was fucking on sale Christmas well, time. And we got into the Call of Duty grind, dude. And I I would I would appreciate if Dub started playing a little bit more Call of Duty. We got the Cold War release coming out Tuesday. Uh, that'll be fucking sick. New Warzone map. Hell yeah, I guess, dude. I mean, that game frustrates me too. All all online games, I feel like, are frustrating, unless you like play like three thousand times a day, and that's like your whole life. Yeah, which it was there for a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah, I think that's it, dude. I feel like Dale, you got anything else? Anybody? I felt like we were just about to lose it. I felt like we had a good stride, and now we're kind oh, of tried doing the Michigan in the game. It's impossible. You tried that? Yeah. I can get it where the guy, like, goes to pick it up, but every time I go to scoop it, the puck just doesn't go on a stick. What do you think it is? You're just not smooth enough. He said you literally just have to do it a thousand times, and one time it'll work. I'm like, well, when you do it that one time, is there anything specifically different that you did? And he's like, no. (laughs) Like, he did did free skate mode with Patrick Kane. He said he did it, like, a thousand times. He only got it once. Oh, you're talking about in the game. I thought you were talking about, like, in real life. No, in real life, I'm going to try to do one in our game. Uh, tonight yeah 
<laughs> Which one, the first or the second? If you do yeah, it in the first game, are you going to try? No, I can't do it in the first game. I'll try to do it in the second game, though. Yeah, but then you're that guy who was a sub for one week and tried to do the Michigan. And <laughs> unless unless I do the Michigan, and then on the sub that one week who did the Michigan. Thanks. All right, dude. So trying I mean, and doing – wow, dude. Trying and doing in that specific thing plays two completely – different ways of how people think about you so good luck dude i mean you have to do it now i hope you uh i hope you hit it because then you definitely are like the number one number one uh backup skater well we're gonna be using that wax right dale oh yeah dude absolute hockey absolute filth hockey wax shout out um and jimmy to, to be to be fair i mean jimmy's head's already big enough as it is but he did get a shout out in the in the opening uh beer league group chat so Jimmy Collins gonna bring us a little extra firepower tonight. Oh, if I, dude, I was just thinking it through. If I played in your guys' league and I saw Ked wearing like a fucking practice player, like a uh, sub jersey on the other team, I'd be like, oh god, this fucking kid's here. He's gonna try to do the Michigan. <laughs> Did I just get a Michigan jersey? <laughs> yeah. No, you should get a Michigan helmet. So then everyone really knows. That'd be a sick look for you. Michigan helmets are oh, – I don't know. Oh, and one last thing. So, we're doing the EASHL. We're going to put our morning skate team together again. Last year, we used red, white, and blue pretty much. Duh. Um, I'm all for trying a new color scheme this year. What do you guys okay. think? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested in it, but what colors would you go with? No, now, I don't like green, bro. Come on, dog. What, I mean, what's a cool youth hockey jersey? Powder blue and white. Who was a powder blue and white in youth hockey? I don't know. I just think I think of Junior Frostbite or something. Like the Berkshire Bruins, dude? No, I don't know. I mean, we can figure it out. Part of me thinks just like black. black and, I think black and yellow is sick. I think black and yellow is sick. I think black and orange can be sick if it's done the right way. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate that. Definitely black, though. I think, yeah. We'll go dark. Just get some dark jerseys and let it rip and hope for the best. Just an intimidation factor. Because you know what I mean? Like, when you see kids wearing, like, yellow jerseys and, like, EASHL, it's like, oh, God. Like, look at these kids. Like, they're wearing yellow jerseys. Like, they all have the orange mullets with the huge facial hair that makes you sick to your stomach, kid. That is my I, – I think I hate the game more than anything because of that, for the way people dress up their characters. I mean, what do you do? Are you just a classic look? Is that your thing? I try to make the guy look as much like me as possible. There you go. What about you, Dale? Uh, yeah, same. Uh, or like, as much as, like, I wish I... You know what always pissed me off, too, is, like, I'm pretty sure 2K and maybe Madden have that thing where you can, like, scan your face and it basically makes your player for you. Up, you know what I mean? Like, and it pretty much. Why looks- don't we have that? Do you? They there's over like 180 faces to pick from. Yeah. You have any idea how long that takes? So long, and then you got, and then like you're like, how the fuck do I like adjust my nose and shit? Yeah, and, and, then, and with then it too like, much, you look like a such warlock. A fucking loser for spending two hours trying to make my video game character look like me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. That's the real problem. Is you can only spend like 15 minutes. It's like how fucking in depth are you gonna get? Insane, dude insane but all right well that was this week's podcast if you guys are on we'll figure out how to share our stuff i'm ked carmen claus if anybody wants to add me on that how's ogie oglethorpe 21 dale what are you is dev tms love that but all right guys well we will talk to you guys next week hopefully you enjoyed it one month till hockey
Let's go. All right. Talk to you later. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine. I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Get pulled over in they new V The good life Let's go on a living spree They say the best things in life are free The good life It feel like Atlanta It feel like LA It feel like Miami It feel like NY Summertime shy ah. So I rode through good Y'all pop the trunk I pop the hood Ferrari And she got the goods And she got that ass Got to look sorry. Yo, it's got to be, cause I'm seasoned. Haters give me them salty looks. Larry's 50 told me, don't hear it, switch the style up. And if they hate the 